Welcome to the Health Fix Podcast, where health junkies get their weekly fix of tips, tools, and techniques to have limitless energy, sharp minds, and fit physiques for life. Hey, health junkies. On this episode of the Health Fix Podcast, I have Shelly Sonstein from Q104.3 in New York City on today, and she's going to be talking about hearing loss and why she is a big proponent of everyone getting tested annually to know where their hearing is at. Now, Shelly's had a 50-year career in radio and rock radio at that, so you can imagine she likes to crank it up and has definitely been to a few shows where she's probably had a little bit of hearing damage happen over time, but she's really wanting to highlight the importance on our health and longevity, our cognitive function, but also her experience using the Widex Moment Share hearing aids. This is an interesting conversation with someone who hearing is so vital to her career, but has noticed so many things that people are missing out on when it comes to hearing. So let's introduce you to Shelly Sonstein. Hey, Shelly. Welcome to the Health Fix Podcast. Happy to have you on and so excited to talk about hearing loss and how it works, especially in this industry that we're in with radio broadcasts and all those different things. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Well, you know, when when I was pitched to, to bring you on, I thought, oh, this is great because I think a lot of folks don't really realize what all of the headphones and loud music and concerts and all these things do over the span of time. Now, I read this correct, right? 50 years in radio. Yeah, 50 years in radio. Wow. Wow. And I think, you know, as we start to get older, you, you imagine like how many, how much we use in terms of listening to music. We listen to, you know, things as we're hiking, biking, you know, whatever we're doing in terms of workouts and, and we have these headphones in and now, since the advancement of time, we've got all these AirPods and things of that nature. I can only imagine with some of us who are getting into our upper 40s and 50s, we've had 30 plus years of having these things in our ears. And I think to myself, my goodness, this is such a great time to talk about what kind of things we could be looking at. So tell us, what, what was kind of like your first clue in terms of, wow, something might be off with my hearing? I was hearing words, but I wasn't hearing like the consonants. I would mm. I would think that I hear, oh, like when I was picking up my son from preschool, that was a long time ago. And I was talking to another mom and I asked what her daughter's name was. And she said, Kate. And I thought she said, cake. Now, that was a long time ago, but of course it got progressively worse. And my parents and grandparents all had hearing loss. And for the longest time, I was just in denial. And of course, I remembered the kind of hearing aids they all had, and I wanted none of that. The the ringing that you would hear, and they still couldn't hear you, and they looked awful, and that's just not the way things are anymore. And by the way, I have to correct you yeah. because there are actually the hearing loss is showing up in children because think mm -hmm. of it. It's anyone who uses earbuds. You tend to crank it up, especially if you like what you're hearing. And that's where the damage comes. So actually it's showing up 
like in children and in teens. And it's really kind of scary because it's all preventable. But like I said, when you like something, you turn it up. Like I was all, you always wear headphones in the studio. Um, and I started in rock radio. I'm still in rock radio today. And like I said, when you like a song, you turn it up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's and it did damage. I don't know if mine was congenital or if I did it myself or if it was both, but it really doesn't matter. What matters is if you needed glasses, you wouldn't hesitate to go to an eye doctor. In fact, I remember my mother taking me to the eye doctor every year, starting at a certain age. We don't do that when it comes to our ears. Why are we not testing our ears every year? Why are we not taking our children to an audiologist every year and seeing, is there an issue, right? But it's still not happening. It's true. It's true. It's absolutely not happening. I mean, I I remember grade school was probably the last time anyone checked my hearing unless I electively said, hey, I need some help here. And and I definitely know with working with with patients in my industry, folks will always be like, well, if I go to the audiologist, they're going to find something and they're going to sell me hearing aids. And that's kind of the stigma that I know in the older community in terms, you know, of us who are, are I would say probably 30 plus in that department, but for kids, gosh, yeah, beyond, I don't think anyone had any hearing testing in high school for me that I can think of. Right. And think of it as an adult. You don't Mm -hmm. make a yearly appointment with an audiologist. You just don't, unless you know you have hearing loss like me and you want to get checked every year and make sure that things aren't getting worse. Yeah. So how old were you when you first went in to set to check and see, like, is there something going on? Well, the there was something that drove me to Ah. go get it checked. And that was that I was really having trouble hearing my grandkids who live on the West Coast. I was really having trouble even hearing them on FaceTime calls. And my husband would say, why are you talking so loudly? And I was talking loudly. I think you start talking loudly when when you're not hearing somebody. So I wasn't hearing them. And I thought, well, this is kind of ridiculous. I mean, I only see them every couple of months. Really, the way we're communicating is FaceTiming. And I need... I I knew that I had hearing problems. You just know at a certain point when it gets really bad like that, when you're always saying, what, (laughs) what, what? And don't get me wrong, when you you get hearing aids, and I have really good hearing aids, I have wide X hearing aids, it's not like you get back the hearing of your youth. That (laughs) doesn't happen, but things are vastly, vastly improved. But that's what drove me to go. Now, here's the story, because I first went maybe three, four years ago, and I just assumed, like when you go to an optometrist and they say you need glasses, you have a prescription, you get the prescription filled, 
and you have the glasses and you're going to see properly, right? Well, I found out that not all hearing aids are created equal. And the first set that I had, I was really, really unhappy with. But I thought, oh, I, I guess that's the way it is. It makes things a little better, but not a whole lot better. And it took... What happened with my first audiologist was we reached the one-year mark with the hearing aids, and they didn't give me another hearing test. And I thought, well, that's kind of mm. peculiar. You know, if you reach the one-year mark, shouldn't they be routinely testing your hearing again? So immediately I switched, and I switched to uh, the New York hearing doctors, and thank God I did, because that's when I learned not all hearing aids are created equal, just like not all doctors are created equal. But I just assumed you go, you have your hearing test, you get your hearing aids, and you're fine. And that's not the case. And it's not the case when it comes to over-the-counter hearing aids as well. What my hearing aids do is so great, so much greater than what you get over-the-counter. I know that because my husband tried the over-the-counter. And after one day, he sent them back. Mm. It's it's just not the same. I mean, it's not like you just need to enhance the sound. That's not what it's all about. Because like I told you, my problem is I'm not hearing consonants. Mm. I'm hearing but I'm not hearing the words properly all the time. And not all hearing loss is the same as well. My problems may not be the same as somebody else's problems. I have some a colleague at work, another uh, DJ on the station, and his hearing issues are completely different from mine. And P.S., he reached out to me because, mm -hmm. like me, he didn't like his hearing aids. And he had heard about Widex and wanted to hear from me how I, you know, felt about it and, and how it was working for me. So it's a whole different world. And you don't know these things. Why would you know these things? Right. You just kind of learn by trial and error. And I'm trying to spread the word about how important it is to get the right hearing aids for you and get to the doctor to get your hearing test every year. And I'm going to urge taking your kids. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. You know, it, it definitely makes sense. I know how I was when I was younger and definitely all the different exposures and, and things of that nature. I mean, my dad was a race car driver and that I was around the loud noises too. And so it's definitely something for, for kids to, you know, parents and, and kids too. I mean, I think anybody listening to this can, can definitely relate and go, huh, maybe there are some things that I have going on or things that maybe you don't even notice, but you can stay on top of too. I think that's another thing to, to be aware of as well. Definitely, definitely. But it's really interesting. Um, you know, a lot of people say, well, how did this affect your career? And it's not like in the studio, I have difficulty hearing, because in the studio, you wear headphones, and you can turn them up. If you're having trouble hearing a phone call or something like that, it's the conversations I was having off air that would make, I would notice 
that there was an issue. And then I, I review movies for my radio station and I was finding that I was having more and more difficulty hearing um, the audio, you know, in a film. Now, that said, millennials, from what I understand, like me, always like to have the closed captioning up because a lot of people are having problems hearing mm -hmm. the the verbiage in movies and on TV shows. And you don't want to crank it up so much that it annoys your neighbors, especially, you know, you're in an apartment. But I find it really interesting that the younger generations are using closed captioning routinely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I see that. I, I see that. And also even on the Instagrams and things of that nature, everyone's everyone's very dialed in on what it says on the closed captioning. And, you know, I don't think I, I, I've seen it, but I, you know, I really didn't kind of put it together to go, oh, could that be? Why? But could that be? But could that be too? Yeah. I mean, I know why people say they do that, but yeah. in all honesty, are you having trouble hearing the dialogue? Is something perhaps wrong with your ears and you don't know it, mm -hmm. right? I mean, this is a whole generation. What if everyone got their hearing tested? What would you estimate would be the percentage of people that had hearing loss? I mean, I don't know what the answer is, but I'm just kind of brainstorming with you here and thinking maybe we're missing something. I, I definitely think it's higher than than we would suspect. I mean, it, it, I definitely think so. I mean, I've, I've noticed as I've gotten older, for me, it's not, you know, obviously the headphones, not as much, but if I'm out in a very busy restaurant and I'm trying to talk. Oh my God, talk, that's the worst. I that is, that, oh, that was, it got to the point where I didn't want to go out with friends to a restaurant because it's one thing if I'm just speaking to my husband and telling him, you know, what? I I'm sorry, I don't hear you. And it, but I was really avoiding those social situations. Now, Widex has this really cool device because I still have trouble in, 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 in those situations and especially at parties where they're pumping the music, but the whole idea is like at a, 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 our company Christmas party, the whole idea is to talk to other people, but you can't hear the other people because they're blasting the music. Anyway, Widex mm -hmm. has this external mic, so I can place that on the table front right in front of my husband so his, he, only his, what he is saying is amplified to me. It's the coolest thing ever. Wow. Wow. Tell, tell us more about that. So you can place the mic there. Then how does it transmit to you? Is it Bluetooth? Is it, how does that work? It's Bluetooth. Yeah. Like I'm listening to you now. I'm, I'm, we're talking over the phone. We're doing a Zoom over the phone, but your voice is coming directly into my ear. And I can adjust that. But the 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 external mic is really the coolest thing. I, I think what people have to get past is the shame. Yeah. You're not going to feel shame when you need eyeglasses. You're just going to wear them. And in fact, they're cool. I don't even want contact lenses. I like 
playing around with eyeglasses. I love glasses. I think they're cool looking. Mm -hmm. But you have to get over that. And also, we're all wearing earbuds in our ears. Mm -hmm. You know, so I don't know if you could see. You can barely see. They're very tiny. They're very tiny. Even when I wear my hair up, I swear nobody notices. When I first went to visit my son after getting hearing aids and I was wearing my hair up, he never even noticed. I had to tell him that, (laughs) hey, don't you notice anything different? And I was like, no, you, you really don't. And the Golden Bachelor, I mean, there he is wearing his hearing aids. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, so it's starting to become more accepted. Let's put it that way. But but we still need more chat on it, I think, because obviously that's why you're here. But I think I think the biggest thing is, is a lot of people have questions once they they start getting the, the hearing aids. And kind of like you were mentioning, like we need to be retested. We need to make sure that the hearing aid is actually doing what it's supposed to be doing for you because amplification is one thing, but not hearing the constant. I mean, there's there's different things these these devices need tweaking um, for you. So so tell us a little bit about what Widex, you know, what they've done, what the group, the, did I, did I hear New York hear, hearing, hearing doctors? doctor? Okay. New York hearing doctors, yeah. Uh, there, it's just a whole other ball game with Widex because it's Bluetooth. I have an app on my phone. I could do something simple as turning it up a notch, but I can also specifically have certain settings for certain situations. For example, when I'm in the car with my husband, he's a very low talker. And his car is not great when it comes to being quiet. And so what I can do is through the app, do a setting so that the sound from him on my left is being amplified, nothing else. When I'm driving with my grandkids, I can use that same directional to the back of the car so that that is being enhanced. Wow. So it's, it's, yeah, it's really kind of cool. And then there's a setting for listening to music. I can listen to music at the gym again through the app. Um, it's, it's, it's just a game changer. And again, you don't get that with over the counter. Right. And you don't get the, yes, when you first get fitted, things need to be tweaked and you have to go back and there's a three-year warranty. These are really intricate electronic devices. Things can go wrong. I have a three-year warranty. If something goes wrong, I get another pair. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. So, so tell us, like, did the New York hearing doctors introduce you to Widex or did you research it on your own? How did you come to the Widex product? I had researched it on my own uh, after realizing that not all hearing aids were alike and and that I wasn't happy with the ones that I had. But again, they were the hearing aids that were top recommended by the New York hearing doctors. Mm -hmm. So you want something that they're recommending as well. Now, some you know that the the when you go to an audiologist they don't necessarily have every brand 
of hearing aid. True. You know, so it's just like when you go to an optometrist, you're not going to get all the same frames that you it's not like everybody carries the same frames. So you have to do your homework. All I know is that I am so much happier since switching to Widex. And, you know, that's that's the bottom line for me. <laughs> that's huge. That's huge. I mean, it, it's important because I feel like it, it. communication is so important and connection with others is so important. And if we're missing out on you know, valuable conversations, maybe valuable information in, in certain cases too, it's going to have a, a huge impact. Now, of course, I, I always love to hear stories about you and your husband um, because I've heard stories about folks fighting because of not hearing very well and things of that nature. How how did how have things changed for you too now that you're you're able to even give them the microphone in, in a busy restaurant or, or out and about? Well, that has helped immensely. But what is totally frustrating to me is after my husband had the experience with the over the counter and he really didn't like the way it felt in his ear. And he's very stubborn. Well, we're both, you know, we're both (laughs) stubborn and a little obstinate. He won't get hearing aids now, despite my experience. So it's my frustration now not hearing him. And it's my frustration that he has the TV turned up so loudly when I don't need it. But I realize, oh, my God, that's the way it used to be for me. That's really bad. And he gets so frustrated if he can't get closed captioning because of my role as a movie critic. They'll send me links to movies that just opened, but they don't always have the closed captioning option. And he gets very frustrated because he really needs now. And look, he'll come to his senses eventually, but it's frustrating for me. And now I know how it was for other people when I was, when I wouldn't hear them. And yeah, so it's like the flip side. But I I am not a nag and I'm not going to, you know, I think you learn by observing. So he'll 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 come to his senses eventually. Oh, and also now this is important with Widex. He's a musician, not professionally, but he's a singer songwriter. So that was one of the things he didn't like about the over the counter. He didn't like the way music sounded in the hearing aids, whereas Widex has perfected that sound. I mean, they actually worked with professional musicians to make sure that you get pure, natural sound. And and the irony is that's so important to my husband. But see, now the other thing is I go to New York hearing doctors because I work in New York. We live 75 miles away. So he was already turned off to the audiologists around us because of my experience. But he's thinking, oh, now I got to schlep into New York. Well, sometimes, John, yes, you have to schlep into New York. I tell you the best doctors are in New York. I'm sorry I'm biased. We have, (laughs) you know, I'm I'm very, very biased when it comes to New York doctors. My kids (laughs) laugh at me. (laughs) Well, you know, I mean. 
experience tells, right? You you have your experience, you know what you like and you know, you know who does well. So I, I think it's important for, for folks to stick with their, their guns on that. Now, in terms of of looking at your career, because a lot of folks are probably wondering, like, do you wear the hearing aids with the headphones? How does it work I when do. you're in? Yeah, give you us know, a scoop. I do. Now, he, he, this is interesting. My colleague who has hearing loss does not wear the uh, hearing aids with his headphones, but he works solo. I work in a room with two other people. So when the headphones are off, I need to hear what they're saying. That's mm -hmm. why I wear them. But I wear wear headphones that have smaller coverings so that, you know, you don't want feedback. Mm. And I don't get feedback. But that's why I wear them on air. If I was working solo, no, I probably wouldn't. But I'm working in a room with other people. And when... uh when we're not on break and we're just listening to the music, we'll be having conversations about the show. I need to hear those conversations, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That makes sense. You mentioned something, you mentioned the feedback. And that's something that a lot of people have told me over the years. Like, I, I just can't deal with these hearing aids because of the ringing and the feedback and the like static kind of mo stuff you, that happens. You don't get that at all. Don't get that at all with Widex. Okay. It's, no, they've perfected that. And they've even perfected, they have different size, well, what are they called? You know, our, our ears are not all created equal as well, you know, and one of my ears is harder to fit than the other ear, but, oh, they have domes, they have different size domes, wow. so that, and then they can actually work with the dome if it, if it doesn't feel right. So all that is really important because you want that to be comfortable. You don't want to be aware that you're wearing your hearing aids. I'm not aware that I'm wearing them because they're comfortable and I'm used to the sound and that's that. And there's no ringing and there's no static. There's just this pure natural sound. Which is incredibly important for folks to hear because that's one of the objections I get when I talk to clients about the hearing aids because like it's going to be staticky, there's going to be bad sound, it's going to hurt my ears, which makes sense when, to have the fittings and making sure that you go back and you make sure things feel good and are working. Right. And a certain percentage is covered by my medical insurance, a pretty decent amount. And that's important. Like check with your insurance and make sure you have the right insurance where hearing aids are covered because you were talking about what can happen if you have hearing loss and that goes untreated. Well, what happens ultimately is you could have cognitive decline because if you are no longer communicating with people, if you're not going out and you're not getting together with friends and you're not talking on the phone and you're hermiting, that is really, really bad for your mental health. We need to be able to communicate we really have to communicate. And so you don't want to shun these social situations. They've actually found in, in recent studies that 
being social and having friends and getting together with friends is one of the things that prolongs life. It's not just your diet. It's not just exercise. It's not just sleeping. Humans are social beings. We're social animals. We need that by our very nature. And to communicate, unless you want to learn sign language and everybody else wants to learn sign language, you got to hear. So again, this is just so immensely important for the quality of your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And long, I mean, like you're saying, quality of life, longevity, like you mentioned, yes, the blue zones all have those connections to community. And it, it makes sense that if you're, if you're starting to hermit, which I, I see in my, my patients, I see in my father who still refuses to get hearing aids, um, you know, it's, it's hard. It's really hard. And my, my father had a situation like, like your husband, he tried them once they were awful and he has now deemed them all awful. And that's where I would hope to, to inspire folks a little bit listening to this. Maybe they're not all so awful. Maybe not. What, you know, obviously when it's in the situation with someone close to us, it's harder to convince them. But And you don't want to <laughs> nag. Here's the thing. Yeah. You don't want to be that person that, you know, that's something I never wanted in a relationship. You know, that's not what we're about. I really am convinced that at some point he's going to say, like me, at <laughs> some point he's going to say, okay, enough already. All right. And also, so go, went, go to an audiologist and have them. They, they have, you know, testers. Have them put some in your ear and you'll be amazed if somebody puts the wide X hearing aids in your ears, you are just going to go, oh, my God, like I did, like, oh, my God, what a game changer. And that was before that they were fitted for me. Wow. Wow. I mean, this is a lot for, for even just folks who don't suspect that they have anything going on. You guys listening, you could go to the audiologist, test out something, and you might have a whole new world opened up for you. Exactly. And, and it. It will change your life. I promise you, it changes your life when you can hear again. It, it, you have one life, right? You know, live it, live it and love it. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Shelly, if folks are like, Hey, okay. These wide X. Okay. How do I find out who has wide X? Do we go to their website? How do we how do we find them? How do we find a good audi audiologist? I think I would love to hear your opinion because you were talking about making sure they're retesting, making sure they're doing certain things. What's what's the scoop for the folks listening? What should they be on the lookout for? You know, I, I'm honestly not sure, but you just made me realize I should go to the WIDEX website and probably there's a place where you type in your zip code and you can find an audiologist near you mm -hmm. that carries Widex. Or if they don't, then just contact Widex. That would be try that would it. Be All I could say is try it. Get the hearing test. Find out what you're dealing with. You wouldn't let cancer go, you know, untreated, right? Now I know this isn't going to kill you, not in the short run. But in the long run, it could, like we just said. Yeah. But try it. Go, like you go to your eye doctor every year, 
go get a hearing test where they have Widex and then try them. And I'm telling you, there's no going back. You're going to say, how soon can I get these? <laughs> I have I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Having oh, some I forgot to tell you. Now, yeah. convenience-wise, I don't have to change the batteries. There's a charging port. I just stick them in the charging port before I go to bed. And they charge every night. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. even... That's another thing that I think for a lot of people is is a game changer because I think those old the little old changing of the batteries before was one of the hangups that I believe my father had in terms of his his uh experiment with with hearing aids. We'll call it that since it never panned out. But yeah, having it just be a charger. Wow. That's yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Easy what peasy. What other things do do they do that are easy for you? Do they have a carrying case? Do they have what, what yes. give us the whole scoop there? Yeah, there's there's a carrying case. Um they're easy to turn off and on if you want to put them in the carrying case and you don't want them on. You, for example, on an airline flight, you know, the sound is really amplified when the pilot comes on. Oh my god, even if you if you have no hearing loss at all, it's too loud. So you don't need the hearing aids when you're on the flight and the noise from the flight itself is just horrible anyway. So just take them out, turn them off, put them in your little carrying case. And like I said, the external mic, that was that was just phenomenal. And in restaurant situations, I'm trying to it's, they're very easy to put on. Uh, you can't mistake which one goes in which ear because there's a little red mark for the right ear. Um, uh -huh. mm, I'm trying to think of what else, what else? Like I said, I just forget that they're even in. That's, I mean, that's hugely important in and of itself. My biggest challenge is I have to remember to take them off when I go in the shower and wash my hair because they are not, you know, waterproof so but they're so comfortable that i have to actually remember oh yeah they're in you want to take them out okay so so no swimming with them in no showering but, with them yeah in. makes no. sense yeah <laughs> you don't need them in the pool yeah that'd be interesting to amplify water sounds in that case that's a whole that's a whole nother division of wide x let's put it that way <laughs> Well, looking into the future, they could all, because that, isn't that a wonderful sound, the sound of water? I mean, yeah. that would be really cool. Give them something to work on. I think we just gave them a plug for a new, a new option. That's right. <laughs> Moving forward. Oh, my goodness. Gosh, Shelly, so much good stuff. So much good stuff here. And we definitely will make sure we link to the Widex website and, and the New York Hearing Doctors as well, because... As you said, the best doctors are in New York. And if anyone's listening and you guys want to get over there to them, by all means, go for it. But I'm sure I'm sure there are doctors in the suburbs that carry Widex as well. I'm just sure. just understand that not all hearing aids are the same. And more importantly, the most important thing that I would really want to urge people to do is just go get your yearly hearing test and take the children, take your teenagers. If, if their hearing loss is starting 
that early, think of the problems they're going to have later in life. Or even just as they go through college and things of that nature. I'm, I'm thinking like you had mentioned about the kids, what's happening in, in their developmental stages, even when they're, you know, quite young and going through grade school and gosh, dare I even say preschool, you know? Yeah. As soon as you put those earbuds in, as soon as you let your kids wear the earbuds, that's when the trouble could start. Wow. You know, I think a lot of us don't actually think about that. A lot of times parents are like, here, just just go with that. I got something to do. I will come right. back to you. And then it's like, oh, wow, what could this be doing? And, and it makes it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Um, boy, you know, something to think about. Now, of course, my question is going to be, did you get your 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 grandchildren to go in? Have has your has your son, daughter, your children, have your children got your grandkids tested? No, they're, they really are too young because they're eight and 11 and I don't, yeah, I don't, they, they're not even wearing earring, but that's yeah. Yeah. They don't, they don't have them. Good deal. Good I deal. mean, they don't have <laughs> cell phones yet. Wow. My, well, I'm very proud. I'm very proud of my son and daughter-in-law for not caving to the early cell phones. I mean, my, yeah, even my 11 year old does not have a cell phone. Wow. I'm impressed. I'm impressed because yes, you're, you're right. The early cell phone usage is, is getting more and more um, and the earbuds and the, the whole nine. So it is something we do have to be thinking about, and especially as doctors, it's something we do need to be thinking about moving forward is what are these, what's all the technology doing? Right. And maybe there should be some sort of automatic, I don't know, some sort of automatic mechanism where it cannot go to a certain level. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe just throwing it out there. Maybe we shouldn't be encouraging hearing damage. I I absolutely I absolutely agree. Maybe like a they they put on cars the governor or something on on a little. No, bit here's of a, that that's a whole other thing. I I've never understood with cars. If if you don't want people going over the speed limit, then why is a car capable of going so fast? I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. <laughs> I, I have to agree with you. I mean, I mean my car says up to 130 and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can't go there anywhere in the United States for 130 exactly. miles an hour. Why? Why do we have the capability? Why do they? I I don't get it. No, so I just don't get it. It's either a tease <laughs> or it's like maybe maybe the random person that tries it out. We see what happens. But it's the same thing, you know, with with being able to turn up full full blast for music, you know, and and definitely I know as as being a teenager once that you had a jam you wanted to listen to and you wanted to turn it up loud. By well, goodness, you were going to do it. And in my age range, it was Guns and Roses and you know all of the the rock bands for sure. And and you being in the rock, um, you know, radio industry, I'm sure that like you know there's so many of us that that's what we've done. And who knows all of the things. And so this is the time to go get tested and know what you're working with. So it doesn't affect your, your longevity and, and your brain function. My and goodness. look at all the rockers who have admitted to hearing loss. Yeah. Even Dave Grohl. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's true. I didn't even think about that. That is true. It seems like every, every so often we get another person who's kind of admitting that. So see folks, you can be a rock and roller and still be cool and still have your hearing aids. That's right. No shout, shame. 
Shelly's a perfect example. She's rocking and rolling and she's got hers. It's, you know, it's something I'm, I'm glad that you're, you're speaking to folks about this. I'm glad that you're telling your story. It's definitely something that we need to hear. We need to hear. And, uh, I am happy to share this one for sure. So if folks are, are, I'm going to have you give us with some parting words in terms of whatever you want to tell us and whatever you want to get out there in terms of the folks are sitting here going, yeah, I don't know, Shelly, maybe, maybe I could put it off a little bit longer. What would you say Uh, to that person? Why do you want to miss out? I don't want to miss out. Right. 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 Exactly. No one wants FOMO. Mm -mm. No, no. So get her done. <laughs> awesome. Well, Shelly, thank you so much for coming on and spreading the word about the Widex hearing aids. We're definitely going to make sure we put that out there. And I just look forward to hearing how things go in the future for you with the hearing aids and love to hear like the recap of after a couple years, how it's been with using the Widex. Love to hear. It. Absolutely. I would love to come back. Thank right. you so much. Thanks, Shelly. Hey, fellow health junkie, thanks for listening to the Health Fix podcast. If you enjoyed tuning in, please help support me to get the word out about the podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review, and just get that word out. Thanks again for listening.